the holy name of Jesus, amen. The best love is a love that loves others the way they need to be loved, not the way we want to love them. Jesus, the best of lovers, loved Mary last week in the way she needed it. Mary desiring to be close one last time and hold Jesus one last time was so turned into herself that she was unable to even recognize her teacher standing before her. But Jesus named her, opened her eyes, and drew them away from herself onto him. Jesus' living voice awoken her to a life that he would have for her in the resurrection. Mary's tears are matched by Thomas' wounds this week. The traditional picture of Thomas as the doubter over and against the other apostles is probably a little flat and shallow. Thomas wasn't with the other apostles when Jesus appeared. But if he was with the others, it would be because he, too, like the rest of them, feared the Jews. And I'm not sure if that's the kind of group you want to be a part of, a group driven by fear rather than love. Perhaps let us look at Thomas today in the same light as just the other apostles before Jesus showed up and see that Thomas isn't any more doubtful than they were even Mary Magdalene. Because Mary and the apostles refused someone else's testimony. So then our Lord showed up, presented himself. Thomas follows suit and refuses to believe the apostles' testimony until Jesus loves him the way he needed to be loved. In understanding how Jesus loves the way people need to be loved, it's just as simple as just listening to Jesus. Jesus tells Thomas to touch his wounds, see, and believe. In touching his wounds, Jesus actually loves Thomas the way he needed to be loved. With his teacher absent, Thomas needed something real, actual to touch. And it is in the wounds of Jesus that Thomas believes Jesus is real, as opposed to imaginary or fake. It is in the wounds of Jesus that Thomas believes Jesus is actually present rather than absent. And once Thomas is brought into the body of Christ, he sees Jesus as my Lord, and my God. Because without Jesus, Thomas' wounds are the end of the story. And there is no hope. Now the crucifixion is actually a wonderful illustration of this. The crucifix is actually a wonderful illustration of this reality. I've been asked, why do we have a crucifix? Didn't Jesus come down from the cross? The thing is, though, an absent Jesus from the cross doesn't confess the resurrection. Rather, an empty tomb confesses the resurrection. However, the crucifix confesses that our wounds 
our wounded lives, are loved by God primarily through his wounded body. By his wounds we are healed. Like a small child who's told not to stare at a person's scarred face or missing arm or missing limb, we too look away from Jesus on the cross. We want to avoid wounds because we want the perfect and serene life. The problem with that is it's imaginary. It's fake. Thomas needed Jesus' wounds because that was the point of contact to begin a new life. The crucifix makes those wounds present for us so that Jesus would join himself to us, wrap us up, and lead us into the new life. The wounds aren't the end of the story, but the entry into the resurrection, where Jesus is our Lord and our God. Rather than avoiding wounds, Jesus actually urges Thomas to probe his wounds today. See, Jesus knows that it's in his wounds that he loves in the way Thomas needed to be loved. And when he touches his hands and his side, he sees and he believes that Jesus is real. And he's present. He's not some imposter or ghost. He is Thomas's Lord and Thomas's God. We too are urged to probe the resurrected wounds in the body of Christ at the Eucharist. And we will do it today. At the altar, which is a symbol of Jesus Christ, it has five crosses on the top of it to represent the five wounds of Christ. And it is there, at the altar, that God reveals the reality of pain and suffering but also the joy of a love that turns pain into a resurrected hope. See, the Eucharist loves us. We who are tired of living fake lives, who are tired of having those around us be absent, the Eucharist loves us by drawing us into the real physical, fleshy presence of Jesus Christ. And when we probe the wounds of the body of Christ, we will see that this is the place. It is at the Eucharist where we realize that this is real, that God is present in order to reveal the resurrection. St. John, corporately and individually, has suffered pain and strife. But by Christ's wounds, we are led into the resurrection, where we, with the Church Universal, will declare, my Lord and my God. So as we approach Jesus Christ and his five wounds on the altar today, the words said to Thomas eight days later are also said to us by Jesus, the eighth-day community. Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. In a world that misses God and strives to touch him, to know that God is actually real, that he is actually present, 
we who are joined with Christ are sent out today from the altar to fervently love that world in the way they need to be loved by presenting the body of Christ in our bodies and then drawing them into this body, St. John, to create a community that actually reveals the resurrected Christ. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.